You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. tell you what how we doing who's the guy that says thursday night football sucks it's boring i can't think they gotta rethink that right now right you gotta take that and look at it welcome to fantasy football rewind right here on the fantasy sports radio network my name is tony sincata and we are here absolutely getting it done what a night that's amare that's amare Is that what the Italians say? 11 receptions, 210 yards, and two touchdowns. That's what fantasy people are saying tonight. Oh, my God. 11, 210, and two touchdowns. How do you like that? Mari Cooper. How about Jared Cook? Six for 107. Crabtree, three for 24 and a touchdown. Jalen Rashad at 4 for 45. The Raiders came ready to play in an epic game on Thursday night. Man, oh man. And the Raiders have this great win. And then they're going to deal with Marshawn Lynch accosting a referee. That's uh, a little too crazy. A little too crazy. How about Carr? Derek Carr. Everybody disappointed in his play. 29 for 52, 473. Three touchdowns. And then he can look over the other side. Alex Smith, right? He had a higher quarterback rating. 84.9 QBR, 84.6. And then quarterback rating, 127 to 101. 25 for 36, 342. Three touchdowns for Alex Smith. Had Kareem Hunt get 18 for 87. But again, he goes over 100 yards from scrimmage as he has four catches for 30 yards. But he didn't get in the end zone. Tyreek Hill, 6 for 25, a touchdown. Also had seven yards rushing. Albert Wilson had one catch, made it count. It was a tip drill for 63-yard touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 4 for 33 and a touchdown. And those were the big numbers. Marshawn Lynch and the big numbers. Last night in a 31-30 victory of the Oakland Raiders over the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs were 5-2 and two and now they're, I mean 5-0 and oh and now are 5-2. and two And look at what happened with the Raiders. They needed that game, man. They delivered. They absolutely got it done. So you got to love the Oakland Raiders in the black hole. They got it done in the black hole. 
You can't go in the black hole and get it done, right? I like that. So congratulations to fantasy owners that hung with Amari Cooper. Never come I can't think. AT&T prepaid has everything. I really get can't think. all the benefits think of the AT&T network with no annual contracts. That anyone. Compromises. Only from AT&T prepaid. We got something crazy Switch going to on AT&T here. Prepaid to we had the uh, box score of the Raiders talking to people. What's up with the box score of the Raiders talking to people? This is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. When we come back, we're going to talk about some matchups and where you go with them. We got T.Y. Hilton versus Jacksonville. Rashad Matthews or T.Y. Hilton. The Packers wide receivers. What do we do with them? Cole Beasley. How about Bryce Butler if you get down? He's the guy that makes the big plays. You got to stay tuned right here. On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind with my man, Tony Sincata. That's me. If you don't love yourself, nobody else can love you. So I'm here to love me and myself. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Do not resist the beat. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. song right here at fantasy football rewind here let's go to fantasy football frenzy get the ty hilton the saxonville update and the guys from the fantasy football Body frenzy spray. use it to stay fresh all day and this is x dry spray. oh use it to stay dry totally hit the wrong hours. button why are you touching your armpit and now you got to stay fresh all day at least you got good advice there right it wasn't like something there that was a little crazy could have been anything Stay fresh all day. Here's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. FNTSY Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Getting you ready for week seven of the NFL season. Setting your fantasy lineups. It's go time right now. Time to make that push. 
So, yo, yeah, here's the thing, Court, real quick about ahead. the, the Amari Cooper to come back to that. And it's a perfect example. I just finally started scrolling through my Twitter this morning. And this is like, I, I, I appreciate this. I appreciate all the people saying thank you. I bought low on Cooper. I bought low. I was able to start. Blah, blah. Congratulations, people. I hope you enjoy that. But to go back to why I was bringing the whole sell high situation up and Matt said for what. And I would definitely do it for Cooks. And just the perfect example is people are saying, I traded Tariq Cohen for him. I traded. <laughs> I mean, we're talking like garbage level players that people are like, oh, I traded to get Amari Cooper. And that's my point is now the people are turning around. As somebody just said, I got an offer of Julio Jones for Amari Cooper. And that's my point. It's like we can all sit here on this show and always say, like, this is just insane. You're not going to get that. Nobody's going to pay. But the fact is, is a lot of average leagues, a lot of our average listeners, you can turn around and go from Tariq Cohen to Amari Cooper to Julio Jones in two weeks. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to say this. If somebody's trading Tariq Cohen for Amari Cooper, that you have to consider. People were frustrated, Matt. <laughs> I don't care how frustrated you are. This is the second <laughs> round pick. I see, it, I see it in fantasy baseball, too. First couple months, guys don't do a thing. People want to cut them. People want to move on. Look, there's a bench. You have a fantasy bench for a reason. I, and I said it yesterday. You don't bench this guy. If you bench him, like people are like, oh, you got to wait. and sh-. I'm not putting him in my lineup until he does something. And then what happens? The last night happens. If you didn't have him in your lineup, you're sick. I mean, look, look how sick blue it was. Blue it was, blue it was messed up this morning behind it. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, the, the thing about it is, though, fantasy owners are from all, like, everybody is not at the same level. Because I'm going to go into some, right. of, some of the stuff that I have, like, like that, Matt, listen, 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 listen to this. This is, this, is in my, this is in my inbox this morning. Mm-hmm. And my inbox is kind of a weird place <laughs> for y'all to come. But I, whatever, it's cool. I'm, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Is it time to move on from Kareem Hunt, or is he going to start getting more touchdowns again soon? What the hell? Do you expect Kareem Hunt to have 13 damn touchdowns every week? Do we have to run for five touchdowns every week? Kareem Hunt is still getting it done. Lead the NFL in rushing, catching passes out the backfield. He hasn't scored a touchdown in a couple weeks. Okay, I get it. But what do you mean? Is it time to move on from Kareem yeah, Hunt? I mean, it's been four weeks since he scored a touchdown, but he puts over, up over 100 yards yeah. every week, catches passes. Look, I'm, I'm talking about... Tariq Cohen, who hasn't done a thing in like four weeks. Yeah, I, and you Amari move, Cooper you move hasn't on, done a thing in four weeks. You move on from him. You don't move on from the number one player in fantasy that's, right that's now. That's a waiver wire pickup versus a second round pick. There you go, that's right there. I have Again, the issue. we're trying to help the average people listening to us, and this is why we're trying to help them become better players. Is this is a lot of what you see? I mean, look, I got one right now. I'm looking. This is on my Twitter feed. Would you hold on to Jameis Winston or drop him because I could go pick up Rawls and start golf the rest of the way? Like that's <laughs> these, this is what like like I'm not trying to joke anybody here, but again, we we always talk and we always make the assumption that we are what we are and this is our job and that people play any type of level even oh. close to us. No, we no, have I don't, to I don't to assume that. And my point's been even with upper management when I've uh, had phone conversations is the job here is to educate. And that's why I don't, I don't like to talk down to people, but I do like to educate and show them why. And show them, like, my, my point is always, if you knew what Warren Buffett was going to buy stock in tomorrow, and he's buying block shares, and you only have 100 or 200 shares to buy, you want to know what that person's doing. That's always been my point. All right, so here we go. Time to talk, getting ready for week number seven of the NFL season. I want to start with, um, I want to start with, I don't know where I want to start. Oh, I know I would have started, Jake. T.Y. Hilton, Jacoby Brissett, Hilton, you know, top five in NFL in receiving yards. Brissett has been serviceable, sometimes pretty good. But this week is the Jacksonville Jaguars in that secondary. 
And I'm telling you, brother, I, it, it, I don't want to do it by putting T.Y. Hilton on my bench. But, the, but this, this Jacksonville secondary, they're not playing right now. You feel what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken, when I checked the link, I'm, I, if, did I see T.Y. Hilton in the 40s? Yeah. Yeah. He did. This, this, well, it's not just – look, the fact is T.Y. Hilton is not getting the respect deserved for what he's been doing this season with terrible quarterback options. But the fact is it's not T.Y. Hilton and, okay, it's fine, it's Jacoby Brissett. It's also the matchup with Jacksonville, but if you look at T.Y. Hilton's home road splits, it's egregious. I mean, we're talking Ben Roethlisberger, Martavis Bryant, Brandon Cooks when he was the Saints. Like, that kind of level of home road splits, and not just for this year. So, it's T.Y. Look what happened last week on the road. T.Y. Hilton on the road. T.Y. Hilton against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't bench him if I'm just going out there and saying I'm starting Jermaine Curse, but... If I could find a way, and there's a very good chance at this point of the season, you've made some pickups like a Devin Funches where you can actually bench T.Y. Hilton. Here's the Rashad maybe, Matthews, T.Y. Hilton, Matt. Uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm, uh, if, if I have three receivers, I'm, I'm, I'm going T.Y. Hilton. I understand no. this is a terrible matchup for him, but, I mean, if I have three, if I'm starting three receivers, I'm finding a way to get T.Y. Hilton in there. Maybe he gets shut out. Maybe he doesn't do anything. That's a very that that is a possibility I'm willing to live with, but there's also a possibility that like Antonio Brown, who you know had both those guys and put up 100 and what 50 yards receiving or something like he that. Did he his had thing. 25 points. AB did his thing, you know what I'm saying? I, I I get that Brown did do his thing, but like I said earlier, that's Brown and Ben. They've been doing this for a while now. No, Brissett and, Brissett and Hilton's yeah. a different a different animal. Ben's been. Not that great. He, no, he, he, you're right. <laughs> he hasn't really. I mean, look at Ben. He hasn't really uh, been getting it done right now. Let me have over here RotoExperts.com. I want to check the link right quick because I want to see where the All In Kid has the Green Bay Packers wide receivers ranked. Obviously, Jordy. I mean, excuse me. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers no longer the starting quarterback after taking that terrible injury. Jordy Nelson is wide receiver 12 in the PPR. That's the first one I found. Devonte Adams wide receiver 25 in the PPR. Hmm. And I'll scroll down. Randall Cobb. Up wide receiver 40. So that's 12, 25, and 40. So you got three pack of wide receivers in the top 40 with two of them in the top 25 all-in kid. Uh, so how much of a discount, well, how much of a drop down have they been given without Aaron Rodgers, at least for this week? About a half tier for Cobb and Jordy Nelson and a full tier for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is my biggest concern because he's touchdown dependent. And I said that wasn't going to be a concern this year. And a lot of people thought it would be. And it wasn't until this point. But now he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. And that's the biggest problem here is this entire offense is not going to be scoring as much as before. And my biggest concern is, yes, Devontae Adams caught one from him last week. I know that. But at the same time, my biggest long-term concern is we've seen Jordy Nelson play pretty well even without Darren Rodgers in the past. And I know it's been a while, too, and Jordy Nelson is older. But we read Huntley can go to Randall Cobb and kind of even it out, send him a little few more targets, and maybe they're not as accurate. But the biggest concern I have is Devontae Adams isn't scoring touchdowns, and you're only getting 40 yards. That's the biggest hit. See, I'm the opposite here. I think Devontae Adams is the guy I'd rather have over Jordy going for. I think Jordy's become the more touchdown-dependent guy. I mean, he's been... He's been pretty insane inside the red zone. He's, you know, there really is few that are doing it better as a wide receiver. But I think Devontae Adams uh, is starting to make that separation. And honestly, I mean, I love Jordy. He's been one of my favorite receivers to watch over this last decade or so. But I'm concerned about that, you know, whatever thigh, hip, the thigh uh, groin issue that he's had. So that's just me. 
That's how you feel about Jordy Nelson. Now, when you, you you said you think that Adams is the kind of the safe guy, why why do you think Adams is one of the guys that's safe when it comes to playing with uh I, with, with Huntley? Because I I think Adams is the guy that's um, that's emerging him and even like a Cobb. I just think I think Jordy's a different player pre-injury to post-injury. He used to be that guy running down the field wide open, you know, just just leaving people in his dust. He's become more of that, you know. He's gonna make the the five for fifty. But, you know, he's got to get those touchdowns to be that, you know, top five, top eight receiver. All right. So um, let's move on from from this. We already saw a big performance to start the seventh week of the NFL season. Amari Cooper went off. Derek Carr went off. I got a team where I went up against Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. Kareem Hunt put up some nice numbers. So a lot of people are in panic mode right now. That doesn't mean... Only one game has been played. It doesn't mean you start making these outlandish, outrageous <laughs> lineup decisions, trying to trying to dig yourself out of a hole. Really, there's nothing you can do but put the guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go to the game and go in the locker room and be like, "Yo, listen, my fantasy team," and try to coach them up. You can't do that. All you can really do is put them out there. But what you cannot do is panic and start making bad lineup decisions. So, Mike Blewett asked this question earlier on the Roto Experts in the morning. My answer was Julio Jones. Jake, I want to bring you into this one because. There you have it. Corey Parson, Matt Modica, absolutely getting it done. We're going to come back and get to those guys, so stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. We get back to the guys, the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Corey Parson, Matt Medica, and of course, the Jake Seeley. Here the guys. Absolutely. Getting it done. Son, Amari Cooper scored 44 fantasy points. If there's anybody else who can do that this week, I think the guy is Julio Jones. If you had to pick anybody this week that can put up those type of big that, that type of big number, who would it be? 
If that's there's only two options. It's Julio Jones or Tony Brown. That's it. The yeah. end. That's it. Okay. I, I said Ezekiel Elliott could be in that mix too. No, not that much. If we're talking thirty, sure, but not that much. I mean, outside those two, it may be like an AJ Green or a Brandon Cooks. That's okay. it. That's all you can see getting it done like that. So then you go right there. You know what the crazy thing, Corey? And I, tw- I, tw- I tweeted it out during the game, or actually towards the end of the game for Thursday night. Amari Cooper went from wide receiver eighty-three to fifteen with that one game. That's crazy. 844-843-6879 telephone number the phone lines are open YouTube live questions whatever you got fantasy football friends if you got your cover for week number 7 right here on FNTSY radio There are the guys from the fantasy football frenzy absolutely getting it done and I got to tell you when you get it done, like uh, Matt Modica and the Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, and our guy Jake Seeley, there are only certain ways to get it done, and they know how to do it, and they're amazing. And you can hear Matt Modica and myself every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and then it's on iTunes and Google Play, and it's called Fantasy Football Gold. So make sure you tune in. Back to the guys as they talk about Isaiah Crowell. Is he startable this week? You know, full disclosure. I don't know how I feel about it, though. Isaiah Crowell this week. But, I mean, it depends. I, I got him in a couple lineups, though. I'm not writing off Crowell for the rest of the season. I know people dropped him. Uh, I, he's on my bench, maybe in, in most spots. But in, in leagues where I have that flex spot and it's like him and Sammy Watkins... I, at least I know he's getting the ball. Yeah. And Watkins is just a home run where you got to hope that, one, they get a target him, which is probably not this week because it's Patrick Peterson. So that's why I'm not going to start Watkins this week. I'm not afraid to start him maybe against some other, you know. Lesser defenses. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think Crowell, I mean, even the one thing that is concerning was Joe Thomas missed uh, practice. Practice, yeah. But unless you have a much better option, I'm, I'm fine with Crowell. All-in kid, Jake Seeley. I got Isaiah Crowell in some lineups. I don't feel good about it. I had him in one line. I had him on the bench in one league in the PPR for Andre Ellington. Coming off a donut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I was like, cooler heads prevailed, and I put Crowell back in my lineup. Right now, I checked the link in the PPR. You have Andre, excuse me, you have uh, Isaiah Crowell as RB31. So that's a flexible running back in a PPR, correct? Yeah, I think that's flexible. It's not what we want to see, though. That's no, it's the not. biggest problem. <laughs> no, it's oh, not. Oh, no, no, no. Well, because the quarterback situation is this is better for Duke Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't trust. I got Duke in my in lineups everywhere because, like, like Jake said, this is a better game script, a better matchup for Duke Johnson. So, uh, my all my eyes there. No, it's just better with Kaiser quarterback for Duke Johnson. That's really what it is. Well, I mean, I got this is just me pure speculation here, but I got to think him coming back in. One of the things they really killed them, or Kaiser's really killed them, is these turnovers inside the five yard line. Like they have a really obscene amount of turnovers. I, I think maybe even Crowell might have fumbled one too. But, I mean, Kaiser's really turned that ball over way too much. So maybe it's, you know what, hand the ball over to uh, Crow inside the five and let's get him going. Yeah, then that, that's a good idea. I wish they would damn do that. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Instead of, instead of, instead of. But this is second time around, so maybe now like that's been kind of said, look, this is what we want you to do in this situation. We, can't, we can't afford you. You know, either throwing the interception or, you know. 
Listen, the buy low window is closing. Nah, let me stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna take y'all down that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna die on that hill. I don't want y'all uh, coming at me, or coming for me on, on Twitter, which you can follow me at the Fantasy Exact. You can follow Matt Medik at CTM Baseball. You already follow Jake, but he's at All In Kid. Jake, I think the Cow- I think the Dallas Cowboy offense, my Dallas Cowboy offense, is in store for a big week. Dez, Zeke. Dak, Jason Witten. This morning, Scott Angle even said Cole Beasley. I'm like, that's where I draw the line because Cole Beasley is kind of, you know, he's not really involved that much in the offense. Yeah, I think that Cole Beasley is always just a flyer situation and PPR maybe. Maybe he can break off a big play. I'm not looking to start Cole Beasley. This is basically like backup running back type of situations. Why do you really want the basically – third fourth option in this offense I just and the fact is that Terrence Williams is the one who could catch a touchdown anyway yeah I know right exactly or, or Bryce uh, yeah. Butler you know what Bryce I, Butler I is interesting Bryce Butler is interesting I, but I think you got to be in the 14 to 16 mm-hmm. team league to roster Bryce Butler I don't think Bryce Butler is not on the field enough yeah, is there, exactly. Not, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing that point yeah. I think he should be though more involved in this offense I, I agree Maybe he should be getting more snaps than Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams is a better NFL player than he is a fantasy asset. Terrence Williams is, is excellent in blocking. The problem is block, exactly. You just said it. Yep. The blocking. He's That's excellent in, blo- in blocking. He's also a, a good locker room guy, too. They just gave him. They just paid him. Because, so, see, I wanted, I, I, me being, being the fan in me wanted the Cowboys to make a play for Martavis Bryant. I think that kind of guy that can stretch the defense like that would be, would be a nice addition. But, you know, I don't have Jerry Jones. As, you know, I don't run the team. If they if we if, if I did run the team, it'd been more than once. It would have been another Super Bowl victory in the last twenty years. <laughs> That's full disclosure, because I win at least one fantasy championship every year. So I figured at some point I would have led the Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl. If I owned the team, I'd probably be dead with all that money. <laughs> <laughs> what would you be doing, Matt Medica? I don't want to say that. No, way. you're not. You're gonna keep it to yourself. Yeah, we'll keep that one to me. The Carlos Hyde saga continues, but I do like him. Think he's a good player this week. Matter of fact, let me check the link. Let you know where. I am, I am at. imploring Shanahan just to play. Just, just give this guy the carries this week. Don't make it be like where it's just got to be with the reception because he's getting it done with the reception. I, I don't want to hear that nonsense, that foolishness, as you would say, that Matt Brader and Carlos Hyde are the same guy. The There's hand, obviously no. a riff, a personal riff here. We saw it with Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde's tweet. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan doesn't particularly like him. But I, this guy is too talented. Let him play. I think Kyle Shanahan is probably a tough guy to get along with. Probably not as hard to deal with as Todd Haley is. As Hall of Famers hate Todd Haley. Uh, Kyle Shanahan probably just not. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to speculate. But I think uh, I think Jake got him inside the top 15 this weekend in the PPR and in standard. So Carlos Hyde, you warm him up with no problem. Not got to worry about the breeder situation, at least not yet. I'm quite sure sometime over the course of the, before kickoff Sunday, a tweet to come out where he's going to be t- traded before the game. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm starting him. I got him in a few leagues. and You still I, feel I a little this, butterflies in your stomach? Mind, yeah, yeah. I, I still – I'm like – I'm like, this guy's going to hopefully not do some... Uh, Something crazy, right? Yeah. You got any butterflies in your belly, Jake, when it comes to uh, starting or rostering or playing Carlos Hyde this week? Not really. 
No, I think that everything's fine here. As I expect more, as you said. Uh, we've talked about this already at death at this point. I expect Breida to see more touches in the second half of the season just because I don't think Carlos Hyde's back. Actually, I think everybody knows he's not back with this team next year. But as of for right now and for this week, I don't have any concerns about it. If you all got if, – if, this is a question for both of you. If you are a Carlos Hyde owner, would you cut Breida for Marlon Mack? No. Yeah, me neither. I, I, Matt, I know you like Marlon Mack. I, really, <laughs> I do like Marlon Mack. I, I'm, I don't think Carlos Hyde, unless he gets traded, which I don't see that happening, I don't think Carlos Hyde's going away. So You would do it? I might do it. Wow, that's risky. I, I like the You know, scared money don't make money. Exactly. So there you go right there. All I right, mean, cool. What if, Carlos, what if Carlos Hyde continues to get the majority of the snaps and say Marlon Mack in a couple of weeks is getting them, you know, is is making that they're transitioning in Houston. I'm right. not Houston. I, I mean, well, you you know what the counter argument is. What if they go the other way? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But I'd rather have Carlos Hyde and Marlon Mack if, if, if that does pop. All right, so there you go. 844 Uh we Don Burns, the telephone lines are open, right? I asked you if the telephone lines are open, son. All right, cool. 844-843-6879. That's the, that's the very talented Don Burns. He does an excellent job making sure that we are good to go. So um, um, I'm happy to shout out Don Burns for that purpose right there. You need there. to give him a nickname. Like, Bavona's got the bounty hunter. Yeah. Something like that kind of name. Spitting Speeds, Dave Martinez, the, 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 the spitting statistician. He's good with nicknames. Yeah, he's very good. I think We're back. We're better than ever. Tony Cicada right here with Fantasy Football Rewind. Those are the guys from the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Tell you what, I hate nicknames. Like, just be you. That's all. Everybody's searching for an identity in life. We don't need fake people, right? We don't need fake people. We need real people. That's the way it is. That's how it works. Coming back, we'll get back to some more Fantasy Football Rewind. Coming up next on the Fantasy Football Rewind, they've got none other than Patrick Peterson on Watkins. We spend too much time on this channel talking Watkins. For a guy that makes no impact whatsoever in fantasy on a team that doesn't throw the ball enough, we spend time after time after time Talking about this guy. I don't get it. To each is their own. I don't know what even that means. To each their own. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air.
there. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. We're taking a listen to the guys on a Fantasy Football Frenzy, which you can hear on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go to Corey, Matt Modica, Jake Seeley, and joining them in just a bit is going to be our uh, DFS man, uh, Michael Rathburn. So tune in right here to Fantasy Football Rewind. Fantasy football for a good cause, the fight to delete and eliminate blood cancer. You are ready to check it out, rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS. Or you can head over to dailyroto.com backslash DKMS. So far, we have six weekly winners in our contest. The weekly winners play in a in a, in a, uh, a tournament in week 17. That winner of that one, the winner of that contest will be going... Uh, to Super Bowl 52. So that's a good time right there. Fantasy football for a good cause. Don't forget, you do not go to Fantasy Draft to look for the FNTSY contest with the help of DKMS. You go to rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS or roto, uh, dailyroto.com backslash DKMS. Going to get a little help setting lineups for us this week. So we go to the phone lines, bringing my guy at Fantasy Raff on Twitter. It's my man, Michael Rathburn. Hey, Raff, before we talk about... um. Uh, DKMS and fantasy draft and all the good stuff and and some picks and plays for this week. How about that madness with your man earlier this week, Marshawn Lynch, running off off the bench onto the field to look out for his man Marcus Peters, but um, contacting an official in return. Listen, I love Marshawn Lynch; he's a national hero. But Marshawn Lynch is too grown for that. He needs to be embarrassed. It's Marshawn Lynch. Are you surprised? <laughs> I don't think we're surprised about anything that guy does. I really, I mean, the best thing that guy ever did was the whole thing when he was like on the on the golf cart or the 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 cart on the field doing doing uh, donuts. That's the best thing he ever did. Right, so and go. the run the run against the Saints. Oh. The run against the Saints. You could, the, I can't take that away from him. But the, I mean. The beast mode run is legendary. I mm-hmm. saw the NFL films of him breaking down that run, like step by step, how he was going through it. It was uh, one of the, one of the best pieces, of, one of the best five minutes of video you'll find on the internet. Not named the fantasy football frenzy. All right, so here we go. When you look at what we got this week, uh, Rathburn only have two teams on by. Got the big point total games being the Falcons and the Patriots, and also to see some good numbers when that Saints and uh, Packers game. Yeah, this is a tough week. Um, maybe one of the toughest weeks I can remember in DFS. Fortunately, on Fantasy Draft, we get the Sunday night and the Monday night game. Uh, but if you're playing elsewhere and there's no Sunday night, no Monday night, it's going to be it's going to be a tough road uh, because the two highest scoring projected highest scoring games with a lot of fantasy value is in those two games. So, um, yeah, a lot of you know the landscape of the NFL right now is a lot of bad quarterbacks and a lot of good defenses. Uh, and the you know the matchups this week are kind of like bad offense versus good defense all over the board. So certainly going to be a low scoring week, I would imagine. So definitely you want to make sure that I think playing what I call a flat lineup, 
what I mean by that is kind of not doing stars and scrub, but more going like equal value across the board. That's kind of the way I'm going to play it. Uh, well, we went to a specific situation this week, but it's a good strategy for everybody to kind of get your thoughts behind it. When you have something like the DeMarco Murray-Derek Herdner situation, and knowing that DeMarco might be out there, if he's out there, he's dealing with a hamstring injury, or he's not out there, then Derek Henry turns into a super chalk play. How do you attack those yep. type of situations for your lineup? Well, I'm certainly not going to have any piece of DeMarco. Um, Cleveland's run D is okay. Um, but if, if, if something happens and Henry is – is the starter. I mean, he's still priced at the 21st rated running back. So it's not like this guy's eight, $9,000. He's still like 10, four. And you got guys like Kamara, Thompson, Peterson, Hyde, Martin, all above him. So I think those are better plays right now. But if Henry were to be the main guy, then absolutely. You could almost like double his projection. I think. Hey, Mike, I know over the last couple of weeks uh, you've been talking about how you can get like at least three of the running backs in that you've kind of had a, had a three-headed monster kind of theory. This week right. with the high totals being that, say, Atlanta-New England one, I mean, the Tom Brady-Matt Ryan price is, I think, a $1,000 difference, not even. So would you play the Brady and try to get like a Julio Jones-Brandon Cooks uh, three-headed monster? Um, I might do that for tournaments. I'm actually looking at um – I think I'm kind of the way the pricing is set up. It's really hard for me to get off these $10,000 quarterbacks this week. And I know sometimes those can be the kiss of death, but I think you got a couple, you got two guys that I know people have talked about in Hunley and Taylor in, in interesting positions. Um, I think it's really hard to get away from those guys uh, in cash games. And I think in tournaments, I think Blake Bortles at 10,000, as gross as it sounds, um, is somebody I'm going to have to look at. Now, in tournaments, what I'm looking at doing is probably going up. And, it, again, this is more site-specific. But I actually am okay playing, like, the Hunleys and Tyrods and Cash and going with what with a four-headed monster at four running backs because you can do it this week. And um, But I like Brady, Ryan, Prescott. You talked about the Pats game. Um Kind of what I like to do in those games, especially when teams, I, we don't really have a read on what where the ball's going to go. I kind of like to look at who the cheapest guys are I can get value on. So, like, James White, a Dami Amendola, um, and, you know, maybe a Tevin Coleman, maybe an Austin Hooper. That's kind of the direction I usually go in, in those high total games because I know the, the big boys are going to be chalk. Speaking of, I was talking, talking with Michael Rathburn. You can follow him on Twitter at FantasyRath, DKMS Fantasy Draft, and, and our FNTSY Radio Fantasy Football for a good cause. Make sure you hit the link, rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS in the fight to eliminate blood cancer. Raph, I'm looking at Kirk Cousins, though, um, at, at Kirk Cousins this week. I think Kirk Cousins could have some action this week going up against that Eagle secondary, even though that game is on the road. Yeah, um... I'm not sure that game is – I actually have that game going under the total, so I'm actually not in okay. love with the Redskins side. No um, I was on Cousins last week. I love the matchup, but uh, I don't mind him, but I do like some other guy. Like I said, it's really hard for – I, I kind of look at it this way. Either I want Brady, Ryan, or Prescott or I'm dropping all the way down and I'm going Hunley, Tyrod, or Bortles. Okay. So the guys that are in the middle this week are just left off my board. I usually try to go with, like, six quarterbacks. Um, 
you know, as far as like who I'm going to pick from. And Cousins didn't isn't isn't really there. Um, I, I'm not hating on it, but yeah. I actually think that the 48 and a half. Um, I actually think the game is going to be more like 23 20, uh, and so it's going to go under. And so, and I can't get a read on where Cousins is going to go with the football either. So, um, you know, that's kind of you know, I just I think there's other guys in play this week um, for me anyway. All right, well, let's talk about the tight end position, which has just been a crapshoot for most of this year outside the big names, and one of the big names is facing the Giants and Jimmy Graham. Is it that simple, and you're not really worried about playing the chalk play there, and just when it's that obvious and staring you in the face and you get a Jimmy Graham that's not at the level of the Kelseys and the Ertz of the world and Gronkowski price-wise that you just got to put that in your lineup and figure the rest out later? I like Jimmy Graham, uh, and if I go with one of the cheaper quarterbacks, he's certainly a guy I'm going to plug in, and uh, you know, or or go all the way up to Gronk or Ertz. But uh, I do like paying down a tight end and Graham, and you know, Delaney's price. You know, Delaney, you're not getting Delaney at a discount, and you know he's got a great matchup. He hasn't really done a lot this year. I like Jimmy Graham. Uh, I like the 9200, and um, you know, I like I mentioned Austin Hooper at 8K, and then you know, dropping down to a guy like Kittle at seven. Or O'Leary at six. I would only play O'Leary with Tyrod. I think that that's the only really benefit that you're going to get there. Uh, something to look out for is if I know Walker. I don't think Walker practiced yesterday, and I don't know what his game status is going to be. But if something happens and Delaney Walker doesn't go, then I'm looking at Jonu Smith at 5K as somebody I'm going to plug in. Hey Mike, is it ever worth you know like this week say paying up for Jacksonville versus Indy? Uh, it depends on the site. It depend to me, it depends on the spread between the top and the bottom teams. So on a, on a site like Fantasy Draft, I'm really not in love with paying up. But um, you know, it's I really like Minnesota at 6,400, Pittsburgh at 6,300. I like those home teams. You know, Jacksonville does go on the road. I know it's Indianapolis. Um, I just think that. I don't know how many. I kind of look for situations where I think the passer, the quarterback's going to have to you know, throw the ball. And I don't know if in the, I don't know how many attempts per set's going to get or they're even going to make. So I, I'm actually not really in love with Jacksonville this week. And um, I actually like Minnesota at home against Baltimore. The total is a little bit lower. Their home favorite um, Baltimore at this point, I don't really know how they're going to be able to move the ball in that game at all. And um, Pittsburgh's D at 6,300 has been pretty good, too. Um, you even have the Dolphins sitting there at 6K. It's been an okay defense so far this year. And a 10th you know, price defense going against the Jets. Divisional game, home favorite here. Uh, I think those are the three defenses that I'm looking at this week. So not in love with paying up an extra 1,000 when I, when I really need that extra 1,000 probably to spend up on the running backs. There you have it. Uh, Mike Rathburn giving you the advice so you can win this week on our challenge at dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Make sure you tune in and make sure you volunteer to get some help for people that are trying to get blood cancer off the table, trying to eliminate it. Stay tuned for more of the first hour of Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio.
Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Some of the practice updates we've got from today. Delaney Walker, questionable for Week 7 against the Brown. He was downgraded after he missed practice and then was limited on Thursday. He's trending in the wrong direction. Looks likely to be rested as a Week 8 bye is coming up next week. So he would get two weeks off. DeMarco Murray is questionable for Week 7 against the Browns. Murray returned to a limited practice Friday after sitting out both Wednesday and Thursday. He looked hobbled all year, and Tennessee shouldn't need him to beat the winless Browns. Derrick Henry could be a big play. Mohamed Sanu is off the injury report Week 7. As I said, the New England Patriots make any wide receiver better. Luke Keekley is out Week 7 against the Bears, so Carolina loses a significant part of their defense against the Bears. Coach Ron Rivera says that Calvin Benjamin is more probable than anything. Benjamin's knee flared up earlier this week, keeping him out of practice Wednesday and Thursday before returning to Friday session. Marquise Lee returned to practice Friday. is questionable for the game against the Colts. Lee set out Wednesday and Thursday, and he's looking like a possible game-time call for Sunday. He and Fournette, both questionable for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kenny Britt is questionable for Week 7 against the Titans. He's been limited in practice and is expected to face his former team. Britt, a revenge factor. Nobody's talking about it. What the heck? Devontae Parker remains sidelined at Friday's practice. He's looking very doubtful against the Jets after failing to participate for the sixth straight time for all his Week 5 injury in the first quarter. Parker likely out. More good news for Jarvis Landry. Jameis Winston, Dirk Cutter, announced Jameis Winston will start Week 7 against the Bills. Winston suffered a minor AC joint sprain. And last week in Arizona, it was pulled from the game, and the Bucks were getting shellacked on the road. He threw the first time on Friday, appeared to go well. Winston isn't recommended to be used in fantasy circles. Mike Wallace also remained silent at practice on Friday for the Ravens. Ben Watson returned to practice. One hour down of the Fantasy Football Rewind. Now here on Friday nights, man. That's right. Monday through Friday, you get us 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Because we're here absolutely getting it done. That's right. Folks, when you say getting it done, we're getting it done. And you know how it works. We get it done better than everybody else. Anytime anybody else. And it's life. Life is a cocktail party. That's what they say. I don't necessarily seen anyone 
verifying that, but that's what they say. So our number one done, Fantasy Football Rewind. Stay tuned for our number two right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Rewind. We know how to get it done. You know how to get it done. We all get it done, right? We get it done together. We make it hurt. We make it last. We make it exciting. Here we go. More Fantasy Football Rewind coming up next. 